0: Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee for August 4th. I hope you are ready for another day that God has made and excited for it. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about two verses in Matthew chapter number 17 and if this is your first time ever tuning in to Hochma and Coffee it's where we uh, try to give out a daily dose of Hochma. and maybe you're wondering, what is that Hochma? It's a Hebrew word and it means wisdom and it's our goal just to give out a daily dose of wisdom every day from God's word, that we can use that day to live a better life, to live a more godly life. And so today we're in Matthew 17. We're going to be reading verses 22 through 23. And these verses, they are so chalked full, and yet I fear many of us just skim over these two verses. But I just want us to sit for a second and let them have their full impact on our hearts. In verse 22, it says this, And while they abode in Galilee, Jesus said unto them, now just put yourself in their shoes. I want before I read this, I want to try to paint the picture for you. The Jews have had this anticipation that has been building for thousands of years. Looking for somebody who is going to fulfill the role of the new Moses, right? He, Moses said at the end of the Pentateuch, he says, There's coming a prophet like unto me, him shall ye hear. And so they've been looking forward to this person who'd be like Moses, the new uh, leader of Israel, the new deliverer of Israel. They're looking for someone like David, someone who would rule and reign. They're looking for that Christ. And this is, this is something that they have been sacrificing for for some years now, trying to make sure that the land was holy so that the Messiah could come. And yet, now it seems like the Messiah is here. Jesus is here. And you have to think in the minds of these Jewish men and women, these disciples of Jesus as he's there. And they're thinking, man, this is the new king who's coming. He's going to deliver us from the Romans like Moses did from the Egyptians. He's going to establish a kingdom. Like David, we are excited. We're gonna be able to rule on his right hand and on his left hand. We are his close friends. And then Jesus says these next words: The Son of Man shall be betrayed into the hands of men. You think, oh, okay, wait, what? No, no, no. You are supposed to be the triumpher, right? You're supposed to triumph over everybody. You're supposed to establish this kingdom, and you're saying you're gonna be betrayed? And men are going to have power over you. This doesn't make much sense, but it gets worse. In verse 23, he says, And they shall kill him. Right there. You can almost just see all of the wind knocked out of these disciples. And they shall kill him. And the third day, he shall be raised again. And it seems like they didn't catch that last part. Because at the end of the verse, it says, And they were exceeding sorry and i think because this kind of crushed their imaginations of how this would go down they now realized that there was something that they were missing that this wasn't the way they'd been taught the messiah would come this wasn't the way they were taught uh, that the deliverer would come this wasn't the way why what's going on jesus you're going to be taken from us we're going to be humiliated. We have been serving you for three years, and now we're going to look like the losers as you are killed? This, this is crazy. They were sorry. I believe they were sorry for many reasons, but I believe one of the main reasons they were sorry is because this was something they had invested their life in. This was a person that they loved, and now he was going to die. They were exceeding sorry. Friends, have you been exceeding sorry about the death of Jesus? I know we we live on this side of the cross, where we're just so excited about it. But friends, it was serious. It was excruciating. It was a sacrifice. It was humiliating. It wasn't something, it wasn't a badge of honor in the world's eyes. And I think sometimes we glaze over What really took place there? Friends, it was my sin that put the nails in his hands. It was my name, it was my sin that put the scars in his back. That was the cost of my sin. But this is the beauty. Jesus willingly died. He willingly did it because he loves me and he loves you and I want you to be reminded of that today. Maybe you have guilt that is hanging over you. Even as a believer, remember the love that Jesus showed on that cross and the suffering he did just because he loved you. There's someone that loves you more than you can imagine. But he didn't just die three days later. He rose from the dead, conquering all of our sin, conquering death, and offering new life to all of us. And if you're a believer, you now walk in that newness, a new powerful life and so be thankful for that today be excited for what he has for you today and live for him today if he would die for you would you please today live for him and i'll talk to you tomorrow